very excited, uh, my mentoring family, to be with you today. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, I'd like you to stop and focus for just a few moments. I'm not going to keep you long. I want to just share a few quality moments with you. I have a special word to share with you. I've been awake since about 5 a.m. this morning, and I awoke with you on my mind. I awoke with purpose, thinking about purpose. And I want to take my mentor's moment here, my mentor's manna teaching time, and I want to talk to you about how to secure prosperity for your purpose. How do you secure prosperity for your purpose? And I know there are different ones that are coming on the line, but I want you to think with me this evening. Those that are online with me, those that will be listening later, that this call is just for you that God has carved out this time just for you to hear a word from God today. I was quickened in my spirit this morning, and I went over into the Word of God in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse uh, 16. And um, actually, you have to go back to verse 14, where Paul's saying that he bows his knees for the Father, to whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And he says that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit to the inner man. The inner man, Ephesians 3.16. The inner man. When God, what has God, what has God purposed you to do? What is the purpose for your being? If you don't discover your purpose, you will spend the rest of your life serving someone else's purpose. Now, that's not a bad thing, serving someone else's purpose, if that is your purpose. If God's called you to come alongside someone, not everybody uh, is the quarterback. Not everybody uh, is the receiver that the quarterback throws the ball to. There's some people that are a halfback, a fullback on the line. Some people have different positions. But we all make up the team that God has here on earth. So what has God purposed you to do on this team to build up the kingdom of God? When you discover the purpose of your life, it becomes your obsession. It becomes your obsession. Uh, this morning as I was writing away, actually, I want to tell you that what I'm teaching you is now going to be in the uh, March newsletter. It will be in the March newsletter. And if I do not have a physical address or an email address, I'm going to ask you to contact me through my email and let me know your physical address or your email address so I can send you this complete teaching that I'm sharing just a portion of this evening on Mentors Manna. And you can simply write me at drpaulkreitz at gmail.com. That's D R P 
D-R-P-A-U-L-C-R-I-T-E-S at gmail.com. It's just straight across, D-R-P-A-U-L-C-R-I-T-E-S at gmail.com. Send me an email. Say, uh, Dr. Kreitz, put me, uh, send me the, the letter, the physical letter, or just send it to my email address. I will do whatever you desire. But how do you secure prosperity for your purpose? Because your purpose is your life's obsession. It's what keeps you up late and, in my case, got me up early. Your purpose is rarely far from your thoughts. I want to say that again. What you think about, you bring about. Your purpose is rarely far from your thoughts. Now, few will understand this, what we're talking about today. Few will grasp this because there's a lot of people that are not walking in their purpose. However, when you discover your purpose, you must have faith to walk in your purpose. You must have faith to walk in your purpose. And you have to have the prosperity of God to fulfill your purpose. Now, I, I want to make this statement, and I want you to hear this very clear. When I was growing up, I was aware of money. My dad worked. My mom worked when I became a teenager outside of the home. She always worked, but was a great housewife, a great mom. But she went on to work at the hospital. And so I was always aware of work. My father taught me a work ethic as a little boy. I painted houses. I cut grass. I worked very hard, but no one, no one told me how important money was. No one told me how important money really, really was. And I'm telling you today that no one has told you how important understanding finances and prosperity is to fulfill your purpose. Now, tucked away in the back of your Bible are three small books. They're written by a man named John. There's John 1, John 2, John 3, three little books that John's written. And in the third John, the third book of the third John that, that John wrote, the third book bearing his name, verse number 2, 3 John 2, 3 John 2 tells us, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. Now think about that. This is John that knew Jesus. This is John that knew the workings of the kingdom. John, just a powerful man of God. And he says, above all things, to be a blessing, to be a success, you're going to need two keys to fulfill God's plan and purpose for your life. And that's what I'm praying, that you'd be in good health and that you would prosper. You know, some people, when they hear this, they go, oh, he's just talking about health and wealth. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not just talking about it. I'm telling you with an underline, with a red marker, you need to understand that there are two keys to fulfill God's plan and purpose for your life. If you don't have good health, you can't do what God's called you to do. And if you don't have the prosperity to fulfill the purpose that God's called you to do, you can't fulfill it. So John says in 3 John, verse 2, I, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in good health. We are told that these two keys are tied to our soul. You say, what do you mean? He says, he says above all things, to prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers, even as your 
soul prospers. Wow, that's an interesting statement. Even as my soul prospers. Your soul is your mind. Write this down. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your prosperity to fulfill your purpose begins right there in your soul. It is also the beginning place of every battle in your life. The battle of your life, because the enemy knows, the enemy knows that he cannot stop your purpose. You were created to succeed. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that, but you were created to succeed. That's why the enemy of your purpose will attempt to slow down or marginalize your purpose with setbacks that impact your mind, your will, and your emotions. I want you to stop and think for just a moment. Think about physical problems, financial problems. Think about all these things, how they have impacted your thinking, your emotions, and your will, your will to go forward, your will that has been neutralized. The enemy will try to get you focused on the problem and not your purpose. I need to say that again. The enemy will try to get you focused on the problem and not your purpose. And many people spend their entire life in this battle. Their entire life battling and fighting double-mindedness, battling lack, fighting uncertainty, all the time not securing their prosperity that they need for their health and their prosperity. And beloved, this is not the will of God. This is not the will of God. When I awoke this morning, I was so stirred. And I had many of you, many of you on my mind today. I, I was thinking of many of you that have had battles in your soulish realm, your mind, will, and emotions. We don't have to be tricky with the words. You've had battles over and over and over again. And what they have done, they cannot stop. The enemy cannot stop your purpose, but he certainly can slow it down, marginalize you. And these setbacks, though I must tell you that when you get a hold of what I'm teaching you today, you'll see these setbacks can be a setup for what God wants to do for you. Now stay with me here because the victory in your soul will manifest in your life. That's what John said. He said, above all things, I I wish that you'd prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So how can my soul prosper? Well, I have to have the right thinking, the right emotions, the right will. I have to have the right set of thought life, emotional life, my will toward the blessing of God, the blessing of health, the blessing of wealth. The great secret to success begins in the spirit. Your spirit, you see, your body, soul, and spirit. You have a body, you have a spirit, and you have a soul. One day you lay this body down. Your, your, your body will, will, will come to an end. And uh, your soul, your soul will no longer have rule or reign over your mortal body. Your spirit your spirit is what lives on. 
Your spirit is what goes on to heaven. Your spirit must rule over your soul now by placing God's word so strong in your spirit that your mind, now watch this, that your mind, your will, and your emotions are subject to it. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, this is an old scripture that many of you have heard. It says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. When the Bible says faith comes by hearing, you know what it literally means? It literally means you are hearing yourself speak the word. It literally means that faith comes by you hearing and hearing the word of God. You hearing yourself speak the word. Can I tell you that there's a lot of folks that you'll not believe, but you'll always believe yourself. You'll always believe. You will, you will even believe what's wrong. You will believe a lie that's been told to you. But once it gets inside your, your soulish realm, the only way you can counteract the wrong is in the realm of the spirit. You see, your spirit is what's born again. Your spirit is what communicates with God. You say, well, how do you know that, Dr. Kreitz? Because the Bible says God is a spirit. And God talks to us where we're most like him. He speaks to your spirit. That's why God can speak inside of you and it bypasses your, your mind, your, your soul realm, your logical thinking. He can speak to you and, and you'll tell someone, they'll say, you know, that doesn't make a bit of sense. That's not logical. I can tell you there have been times that I was getting ready to get on a plane traveling, and in my spirit, I heard the Spirit of God say to me, speak to me in that still, quiet voice, don't get on that plane. Do not get on that plane. And I thought, well, you know, God, I've got to be somewhere in a few hours. I've got to speak. <laughs> as if, as if, well, Dr. Price, that must have been you. That might have been that taco that you ate. That could have been, well... When the Bible says that faith comes by hearing, it literally means you hearing yourself. And so I went to the folks, checking folks in. I said, is there a later flight? They said, yeah, we have one in about 45 minutes, as a matter of fact. I said, can I get moved from this flight to that flight? They said, really? You'll probably get in an hour later. I said, it doesn't matter. Can I move my flight? Well, walk down here to the desk and just tell them and, because we, we, we need some seats moved out of here, and uh, th this will be a help to us. As a matter of fact, we're going to give you 100. I said, well, I don't need it. That's not important. I'm not going to take this flight. When I arrived at my destination, I checked on the previous flight number, only to find that it was still setting at the gate, that once everyone boarded and once they gave clearance to leave, the pilot had a red light come on. And those that were on that flight did not make their connection, did not get to where they were going. That is why you must speak the word of God to secure prosperity for your purpose. You need to start taking your cell phone or begin recording yourself speaking the promises of God. Speaking the promises of God's word so that you can begin to play them back over and over and over again. Why? Faith comes by hearing, not just hearing anybody. That's why you can watch Christian television or hear a minister or a preacher. You walk in and you hear it and you walk out the same way. You're not changed. But there are other times you'll hear someone speak and you'll say, man, man, that spoke to my spirit. Well, you're right. You're right. 
You're right. It did speak to your spirit. Just think how much more powerful it will be when you speak. (laughs) When you speak the word to your spirit. Start recording yourself. Use your phone. Find a recorder. Build your faith and your spirit, and very soon you'll see the prosperity for your purpose manifest in your life. Well, isn't God just going to send finances and, 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 and funding to me? No, not, not necessarily. He's going to meet your needs, and there are people listening to me, and God's meeting your needs. But God has a divine, listen to me now, God has a divine purpose over your life. You know, I travel and I speak over 150 times each year. Each month I'm off on a plane flying somewhere, particularly internationally. I speak. I go down to our university. I've written several celebrated books. And my passion and my purpose is to educate, elevate, and activate men and women into their God-given purpose and assignment on this earth. I know beyond a shadow of doubt that God is going to prosper, prosper me for my purpose. He's going to get to me that which needs to be placed into my life so that I can fulfill what John said, beloved, above all things, I want you to prosper and be in hell. Two of the most important things I'm going to leave you with this call today. Number one, you must know your purpose. You've got to quit coursing around, man. You've got to know your purpose. Well, I'm just kind of doing this till the Lord opens another. I'm telling you, your purpose is not your decision. It's not knocking on your front door. It's an internal discovery. And if I did not know where I was to be, if I did not know my purpose, I promise you right now that tomorrow would be a different agenda. The next day would be a different agenda. I would be shutting myself off. I would be getting quiet. I'd be hearing the voice of God. Now, I want to leave you with just a few. I'm sending my newsletter next week for the month of March, and I'm including in it eight powerful prosperity for my purpose scriptures. I'm going to share a couple of them with you. But if you do not have, you do not receive my newsletter via email or through the mail, then you need to write me. You need to write me and let me send that to you. Send an email to drpaulkreitz at gmail.com, drpaulkreitz at gmail.com. Eight powerful prosperity for my purpose scriptures. I don't have time to go through all eight. But I'm telling you, wherever you're at, God can get finances to you. God can prosper you. Matthew 17, 27 tells that the, 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 the followers of Jesus, the disciples of Jesus, were having a problem coming up with some money. <laughs> you ever had a problem coming up with some money and you need it right now? Jesus said, go to the sea. Matthew seventeen twenty seven. cast in a hook. Take the fish that comes up first. And when you've opened its mouth, you'll find a piece of money. Take, take that and give it to them for me and you. <laughs> Man, that must have been some kind of financial blessing that it would take care of their obligation and Jesus' obligation. Well, what about Job? Well, what about Job? If you read Job 36 and verse 11, don't read the first part. Read the fulfillment of Job being faithful. Job said in 36, 
verse 11, if you obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Are you hearing me? Spend their days in prosperity and their years in prosperity. Let me give you one more. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad, who favor my righteous cause. You can't define purpose any better than you favoring the righteous cause of God, that you find your divine purpose. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. The Bible's filled with wealth, prosperity, the blessing of God. I haven't even scratched the surface. When I when I did these eight, I could have done I I could have did ten more, twenty more. The blessing of God. The blessing of God. The prosperity of God. I want to say to you at this point, I want to thank you for helping me preach and share the gospel. Together, we are, we're making a difference. We're making a difference. As my partner, I pray for you. I agree with you for God's very best. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you in the next 24 hours. Here's what I'm asking. I'm asking you to understand this principle. The anointing you sow in is the anointing you grow in. The anointing you sow in is the anointing you grow in. It's, it's the anointing that increases in your life. It's the anointing that increases in your life. I'm talking today about purpose and prosperity too of the most powerful principles I could share with you. I'm not going to share needs. I'm not going to talk about our projects. I'm not going to talk about the things that we're doing. You can read those on the website. You can read those in my newsletter. But I want to sow with you, and I want to become your agreement partner. I want you to secure your prosperity for your purpose. Number one, I want you to know your purpose. Number two, I want you to secure your the prosperity that you need for your purpose. I want you by faith, and this, this may be a stretch for someone, but I want you by faith to go to the website, drpaulchrites.com, or I want you to send a check to Purpose International. I want you to sow the very best seed that the Holy Spirit would have you to sow. So to some, that might be $50. To some, that might be $500 or somewhere in between, $5,000. I want you to sow the very best seed toward your purpose and the prosperity of life because the anointing you sow in is the anointing you grow in. I'm going to take every seed that comes in, I'm going to re-sow it back into outreach. I'm going to sow it back into the outreaches that we have, the Year of the Words outreach, the Bibles, all the things. But when, when a seed leaves your hand, it never, it never, it never leaves your life. It never leaves your life. 
It goes into your future. Now, I want you to know that if you don't release your seed into the work of God, into the kingdom of God, it'll be used for something else. There's no question about it. There's no question about it. If the seed that God lays upon your spirit, $50, $500, $5,000, whatever it is, whatever God, if you don't sow that seed, it'll go to something else. It might go to a repair bill. It might go to a problem. It might go to a difficulty. I want you to make up your mind and follow the words of Jesus. When they needed a breakthrough, Jesus said to them, cast the hook and take the first fish that comes up. Take the fish that comes up first. Take the first opportunity and see what God does. See what comes out of that mouth. I'm asking you to sow a a seed. What you do first always determines what God does next. Now, here's my address. Purpose International, P.O. Box 703. Franklin, Tennessee, 37065. P.O. Box 703, Franklin, Tennessee, 37065. I'll give it to you in a moment. Or you can go to my website, drpaulkreitz, drpaulkreitz.com. There's a donation contribution button. Hit it. Go right to that page. It'll open up. The moment your funds come in, the moment I'm notified, I promise I will do what I do with every partner I'm connected with. I pray and continue to agree with you for God's very best. And I believe there's several that are listening to me right now that you need a breakthrough. You need a breakthrough like you've never seen before. Whatever God instructs you to do, whatever the best seed you can sow, sow it. Sow it. Put it online. Write a check. Mail it to Purpose International. Make it to Purpose International, P.O. Box 703, Franklin, Tennessee, 37065. God's going to meet. God's going to prosper. I have a Jehovah Jireh. The ministry is, is going to move forward. There are more people coming online and listening to this call week after week after week. But God, the Holy Spirit, awoke me early this morning, a little bit after 5. I've been waiting 12 hours to deliver this word to you, my friend. This is a word just for you. You know it. I know it. This is a word from God just for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that every person listening, whether they're listening live or they're listening to this at a later time, the Holy Spirit knows no time, no distance. Let them respond to this. Let them get their breakthrough. Father, I pray that before March 1st, whatever the breakthrough they're desiring, whatever it is in the realm of relationship, in the, in the realm of finances, in the realm of increase, in the realm of getting out of debt, in the realm of health, whatever it is, Father, I pray that you will prosper them. Above all things, Father, I pray that they would prosper and be in health even, even as their soul prospers. So right now, Father, we break all double-mindedness, We break the thinking of lack. We break the thinking of defeat. We break the thinking that we're never going to succeed or get ahead. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the anointing of God. In Jesus' 
mighty name. Amen. It's done. Amen. It's done. I declare breakthrough is coming to you. Now, now just obey the Lord. Obey the Lord and do what the Holy Spirit instructs you to do. You can go to the website, sow a seed there, or if you want to uh, not do that and send a check, send it to the P.O. Box 703 in Franklin, Tennessee. That's my address, 37065. Now, I know I've got a I know I've got a phone number around here somewhere. My office number, if you ever need to reach me, is area code 615-823-5100. 615-823-5100. I just felt like 615-823-5100. I just felt like the Holy Spirit quickened me to give that out. I don't normally give that out. That's my office number. And if you need to reach me tomorrow, I'll be here to talk to you. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make arrangements. Listen, I love you. My time has come and gone. You are so important to me. I have been looking forward to talking with you all day. Continue to pray for us. Going to a conference this week. Uh, going to be a part of a very important conference this week. Hoping to learn some things myself and grow and mature in the Lord. Some exciting things happening. I look forward to getting back with you next week and updating you on Ventures Man Up. Grow from this, develop from this, and know that God loves you. Know that I love you. If I was there, I'd just put my arms around you and tell you it's going to be all right. Breakthrough is coming. I promise you, breakthrough is coming. God bless. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.